Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, um, hope you're having a good day. And uh, yeah, the Spurs continue their season as they uh, wind down their uh, quick little three-game homestand and uh, get ready for the rodeo road trip. But we'll talk about that on a future episode of Locked On Spurs. We're going to be putting in focus today, Jock Landale, the rookie center. A lot of Spurs fans were uh, cheering his arrival, cheering his signing. And uh, so far, he's proven to provide, you know, some, you know, assets for the team. But lately, he's kind of trailed off and the numbers don't look good. Now, I get it. He's a rookie. But the question does remain, should he take his talents to the G League and then, you know, work his way back to San Antonio? And also, we're going to go over some news and notes that you may have missed regarding the silver and black. To do that, I'm joined by Sweep the League's very own Rudy Campos. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. Rudy, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. By the way, we should give you the Mono Ginobili Six Man Award here on Lockdown Spurs for stepping in <laughs> when uh, our guest Carl Shoning couldn't make it today. He's going to come on in the later episode down uh, down the road here. But I appreciate you, Rudy. I know you're short on time, man. But thanks for coming on. Nah, no worries at all, man. I will gladly take the Six Man Award because uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm needed, I'm in there. All right, well, let's dive into it uh, since uh, you are uh, busy at work and we don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, you look, Spurs fans, we're all about Jock Landale. And uh, I get it, you know, he's young, you know, he's a big, he can stretch the floor, hit the threes. His famous quote before signing with the Spurs, I can, what do you say? I can I can piss shooting or some of that. I yeah. can piss, uh, shoot the piss out of it, something like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's come in and, you know, he's shown that he can hit threes. But lately, it's kind of been a little rough patch for him. Um, You know, you're looking at limited minutes lately. He had like four minutes against Philadelphia in a loss. He played 16 minutes and a loss to to the Phoenix Suns, but uh, didn't really do too much. One of three shooting from the three line, 0 of three for Memphis in a loss. Um, He is just a rookie. We got to keep that in mind, at least for NBA purposes. Do you think that maybe, just maybe, he should spend some time in Austin uh, to get things going back on track again? You know, the biggest word that you said there was rookie. I mean, he still is a rookie. He did come in. He came in balls to the wall, was making a really big impact for the Spurs. But lately, we've seen the emergence of Drew Eubanks again. He's getting a lot more time. What? What? And yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> uh, we were all crapping all over Drew for a while there, but he's actually come in and emerged a little bit more, starting to get his minutes back. But also, we've got Zach Collins, who's coming back, too. So that whole crowded front court for the uh, San Antonio Spurs, I mean, you're not going to send that young down to Austin. The next guy that would go down would probably be Jack Lindell, which would be a good thing. I mean, Primo's going to be back and forth to Austin. Waze Camp is down there as well. Uh, you, I mean, getting those young guys some minutes down there is very important, especially that he is a rookie. I mean, you're not going to have a solid rookie year unless you're like one of the premier players as a rookie. But getting some actual minutes and some actual work in Austin would be perfect for Jack. I think he's just fine where he is right now. I uh, expect probably a better season next year for him if you know he does land in Austin for the rest of the year. Yeah, another reason why perhaps many Spurs fans are a little high on him was because of the fact that he wasn't a traditional NBA rookie. He's played professionally in Australia yeah. before, suited up with Team Australia in the Olympics, and uh, played well. But the NBA is a different level. You know, it's 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 not the Olympic style. It's it's not in Australia, although the, you know the NBL is uh, pretty you know competitive, uh, but it's not the same as the NBA. Now, 
look, it's, all hope is not lost. He's still young. He definitely has a, an asset the Spurs need, a, again, a guy who can stretch the floor at his position. But you're right, with Zach Collins uh, pretty much returning, you know, ahead of the game versus the Warriors, he was recalled from Austin and is just mm-hmm. going through the reconditioning point of uh, his uh, rehab and he's, you know, making his way back to the NBA. You know, you you highlighted Zach Collins, but Zach Collins can also knock down that occasional 3-2, uh, Rudy. That may push Jog either further down the bench or in Austin. Do you think this is a situation where he should stay on the San Antonio bench just simply as an insurance policy? Or, again, do we go back to the topic that he needs to go to Austin? Because when he played in Austin, he played very well for those two games. Yeah, honestly, with Zach Collins coming back, I mean, you're getting the pretty much the typical, the same type of player you are with Jack Lindell. Zach Collins does have more NBA experience than Jack as well. Even though Jack does have the international experience, like I said, you have insurance already on the bench. If the Spurs don't move that young, there's your insurance policy right there. He's a guy that can come in. He's a veteran. He's you know been a great, great basketball player for his career. So there's your insurance policy. I think with Jack going back to Austin, again, gives him a lot more minutes, gives him a lot more seasoning. Let him cook down there for a little bit, get more NBA experience down there. If for whatever reason you end up moving from Thad, you know, Thad ends up getting cut, uh, or not, I'm sorry, bought out and goes to another team, that opens up that roster spot where you can bring Jock after a few, you know, a few amount of weeks in there, maybe a few games in Austin. Possibly you could bring him back up to uh, the varsity squad. But right now, I think Austin is pretty perfect for Jock knowing that Zach is coming back. I mean, there's no reason to have Jock sit on the bench in San Antonio when he can be getting all those minutes in Austin and getting real valuable minutes at that. Right now, Orlando is averaging 4.8 points per game in 10 minutes, 2.4 rebounds, one assist. He is shooting the three ball, uh, 37%. He's only taken about 1.6, we'll say two, but he's making just about one. So, you know, less than one, actually, want to be specific, 0.6. So, yeah, you know, doesn't really uh, hit the – he hasn't hit the three ball consistently, but again, he is young. I think the Austin time will do him well. Now, we we you know we know that he's struggling with his shot right now. But I want to ask you defensively. I think that is where we're seeing his biggest weakness right now. Is defensively, he tends to be a liability. Yeah, I mean, but this is every single rookie coming into the game. The NBA game is so much faster than an international game. So much faster than a collegiate game. These guys do not understand defensive assignments. I mean, they're you're learning defense as you're growing up, but it's nothing that it's going to be like NBA style. These guys are fast. These guys are extremely mobile. They're very, very, very knowledgeable. The basketball IQ is off the charts. So it's expected for Jock to be a defensive liability right now. He's got he's to be able to learn, you know, the Spurs system when it comes to defense because, yeah, You've got you've seen a lot of occasions where he's leaving guys wide open. He's getting burned to the basket. I mean, he does recover really well on some occasions, but you're going to live by the sword. You're going to die by the sword, and it's not always going to be the case where you're going to be able to recover and get a block. You're going to end up losing that battle more times than not. We're talking with Rudy Campos right here on Locked On Spurs. He is with Sweep the League Radio, nine thirty uh, a.m. on the radio dial out in San Antonio. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. Interesting enough, though. Um, Rudy here. Uh, the Spurs are four and zero whenever he records five or more rebounds. So it tells you how much of a value he does, you know, at least on the defensive end, mm. grabbing those boards. But again, you know, we talked about it right now. He gets he gets burned uh, quite a bit. And look, yeah. 
the the NBA has a lot of quality big, especially in the West. Joker, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis is now back. Uh, you know, there's other quality bigs that he's probably gone up against uh, in his uh, young NBA career that you know doesn't you know mirror what he faced in the Olympics or uh, out in Australia. If he goes to Austin, would you like to see him cook there for the rest of the G League season? Or just give him, you know, like we saw earlier this season, two, three games and then bring him back? I think if you're saying there's no injuries and no moves by the Spurs, as in Thad Young being moved or waived, uh, I say let him cook in Austin for a little bit. He's come up to the NBA. He's made a little impact. He's had a nice, He had a nice little string of games there. No problem whatsoever. Let him go to Austin. Let him play for a little bit. Let him get those minutes down there. You know, he's he's the type of player the Spurs are actually blessed to have on the roster. I mean, he's a stretch big. He brings an intensity that a lot of the guys on the team don't bring. A lot of the bigger guys on the team don't bring. I mean, Jakob's kind of like a silent killer down below. He gets you. He does little things here and there. Zach Collins, you know, he does get a little fiery sometimes, but he is coming off of an injury. I mean, Jock's the type of player you want, especially in the West with a lot of these athletic bigs that are out there. Even a guy like Jokic, I mean, he's not super athletic, but he's so crafty with the ball. If you allow Jock to get you know, some seasoning in Austin, especially on the defensive end, I think he can make a huge impact for the Spurs in future seasons. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will love it, too. Here are some points that I want to bring your attention to about Price Picks. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players, and over and under on the projections, you go in up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. And Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. You can use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and it offers a variety of options. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points scored to rebounds, even to steals. Hey, you can even do mixed sports entries. And it doesn't just offer NBA. They have options on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and much, much more. Now, for a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive offer. It's basically a no-brainer of an offer for all our users. You get $50 for free if a player in your first Price Pick entry scores a single point. But you got to use NBA. That's the code. Use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA for 50 bucks for free. And if a player in your first price pick entry scores just a single point. Now, once again, download that price picks app today. People think unusual circumstances means complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's just making things interesting for them. Look, we all have unique lives, whether you invested in crypto for the first time this year, own an up-and-coming small business, or are raising rambunctious twins. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or even do your taxes for you from start to finish to help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation and you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need and if you need an extra hand, hand them off to them. They'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, it's an interesting life that can mean an even greater free fund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing, they've got your taxes into a TurboTax Live. 
Oh, the, we can't forget this too. The Spurs also added another big, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. You know, mm-hmm. although he hasn't got a lot of playing time, but I think you know as the season moves on, and if he isn't packaged some deal because the trade deadline is in, coming up fast, you know, mm-hmm. you could probably start seeing him uh, get more minutes. Right now, Rudy, the the Spurs big situation well, was once thin is now crowded. You got Pirtle, look, he ain't going anywhere, so he's your starter. You got Jock, you got Drew Eubanks, you got Thad. Okay, maybe you don't even lump him in because he hasn't been, really been playing. You got Hernan Gomez. They're, they they got plenty of bigs now. How does Jock factor in, though? Because Zach, like you mentioned, he's coming back. And at least what we're seeing in Austin, you know, he's putting up double-doubles. He's hitting threes. He has that, quote-unquote, energy, you know, picking up texts because he's just getting frustrated. But mm-hmm. You got to go. I mean, this is a weird situation for the Spurs. Do you go with a top 10 lottery pick, Zach Collins, who's been often injured versus, you know, who hasn't played a game in NBA in a year and a half versus a rookie who is healthy, who is getting his feet wet? I, I, is this a situation where the Spurs like to have? This is a good situation for them. It's not a negative thing. Um, wow. but, if, but if your coach, Popovich, if you're Coach Campos for the Spurs, what would you rather see? An unproven rookie out there who's just going through his rookie motions or an NBA veteran who's been often injured? goes back to winning, Jeff. I mean, the thing for me is winning. I know the Spurs are not a top four, top five, top six team in the West right now, but the Spurs do have an opportunity to get at least into the playing game. So if I'm Coach Campos for the San Antonio Spurs, I look at winning still, and who gives me the best chance of winning? Well, right now it's probably a veteran like Zach Collins. And like you said, a top lottery pick. Uh, did have some injuries, but so far he's looked so good. Knock on wood, he's looked really good in Austin. I go with the veteran leadership there. I go with that vet because you just got to remember is that if you keep Jock on the roster and don't give Zach those minutes, you're looking at a Drew Eubanks and a Jock Landale two guys that are still pretty unproven and still raw. I would need that veteran like Zach Collins to come in and spell, you know, Jakob Pertl in those uh, winning moments of the game where I feel I can trust Zach, barring him, you know, not getting injured, I can trust Zach over a Drew Eubanks or a Jack Bondell right now. So it's about winning for me. I'd say you go with veteran, uh, uh, veteran leadership right there when it comes to Zach Collins and Jack Bondell. Yeah, it's a good problem for the Spurs to have. You know, I've, I've been kind of keeping up with uh, Collins out in Austin. And, yeah, that that fiery streak he has in him, it's not, again, you know, he's not disrespecting the game. He's not kicking the ball in yeah. the stands or picking up texts because he's just, you know, being ang- you know, trying to start fights. You know, he's just frustrated because he knows he can play better. He's knocking down the threes in Austin. He's, you know, passing out of the post very well. You know, knock on wood, as you mentioned, you know, he doesn't get injured again. And, hey, not to mention – Rudy, you know, he could be a chip to flip come the trade deadline. And you know, if he if this if he's back on track, you know, the Spurs need an an asset to flip uh, to sweeten the deal on a potential mega trade. You know, there there is that, and as well as Jock as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, 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 you you can't expect a lot from the rookie uh, Landale, uh, considering you know that you know he has to get you know used to the game. He has to get you know just to the NBA style. Primo's going through it, and Lonnie Walker went through it, Derek White went through it. And, you know, when he does play, that being Landale, and if he has an off game, you have to get him a bit of a doubt because his, his minutes right now is erratic. 
Sometimes he plays, mm-hmm. sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he gets in for quality minutes, sometimes then he's next day he's benched. That's just the normal rigors. But, you know, we're past, we're well past the halfway point. Um, what would your grade be on the rookie Landale right now? Would, would it be an A? Would it be an F? Would it be an I, incomplete? You know, where do you stand? You know, I'd, I'd have to go with the safe grade and say I'd give him a C. Probably a C minus right now. I mean, he's he's shown some, and I can't I use this word very loosely, but he's shown some brilliance when he's played with the Spurs. He's had a nice little streak. He's made some plays. He's made it difficult for the opponents at times. You know, he's also had some blocks. He's had some great moments on the defensive end, but he's just not quite there yet. I mean, if you had a guy that came in was very consistent on the defensive end, was able to consistently hit the jumper that was falling for him during that streak, I would give him a higher grade. But right now it's kind of like a C-minus teetering with a D-plus right there. I I still have, you know, I still see a lot of uh, potential in him. I still think he's going to be a player that the Spurs can really rely on and count on to spell minutes at the center position. We may even see, you know, him playing a little bit of four as well since he can stretch the floor. But being that he's a rookie right now, he's had an okay year. I say a C is a really good grade for him right now. But, again, if he goes to Austin and he balls out and he does get called up, he's going to have that much more experience. So you might even see a little bit higher of a grade towards the end of the year. I'm going to give an incomplete. Um, you know, I, I need to see him, you know, get yeah, out there and be go more. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I do agree with you. I think he does need to cook a little bit in Austin. I think that'll bode well for his confidence and bode well for his, you know, just overall professional NBA development. And I get it. It's, you know, it's not the NBA level, but the G League still will give him a taste of guys that are hungry, that want to see their NBA dream come true. So they're going to give him all they got. So why not? And even if he balls out, even if he has three, four games in a row of 20 and 10, uh, you know, keep him out there. Just keep him out there yeah. in Austin for a while. Because A, it gets him going developmental-wise, and B, it helps the Spurs kind of ease up that logjam they have right now at the big man spot. Uh, what do you think about the rookie Landale? Uh, are you disappointed in his recent play? Do you think he should go to Austin or just stay in the San Antonio uh, system? Um, and let's see what he has. You can let Rudy know on Twitter at Sweep the League. You can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Uh, let's go to get into some Spurs news and notes. Perhaps Rudy's just so busy lately, you know, maybe he missed a few things, <laughs> you know, hasn't really been keeping up with the Spurs, although he is. But we just got to have a good segue here, everybody. Uh, let's go to dive right into it. Uh, DeJounte Murray picked up two endorsements that he should be an NBA All-Star. First one is from DeMar DeRozan saying that he's playing great basketball, that he definitely deserves to be uh, in Cleveland in just a few weeks. And even the Iceman, George Gervin, said DeJounte Murray is an all-star. True or false, do you think that Murray will get uh, get on that West Reserves? Or do you think, you know, he's probably going to get passed up? Man, you know, the, the Spurs homer side of everybody says he deserves to be an all-star. And I'm going to stick with that. You're talking about a guy that's almost averaging a triple-double for the season. I mean, he's putting up career numbers he's putting up fantastic great numbers where i see the problem relying or actually where i see the problem is is a you're not in the playoffs right now so that's yeah, I, you know one thing that's going to affect you but even if they were in the playoffs towards the bottom part of the playoffs it's the spurs man how many times have the spurs team in general been disrespected by coaches and everything and not getting players in it happens so often so 
As much as he deserves to be an all-star, I'm worried that he won't be selected to be one. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Yeah, I think the only way he gets in, it's either um, COVID hits one of the players or a player bows out because of injury. I think that's the way he's going to get in because who are you going to pick ahead of him? You know, you got, you know, at his position, you know, Luka uh, Doncic, you got, you know, Devin Booker. I mean, you can pencil him in. You have many Chris Paul. Thank you very much. You know, the list goes on and on. Then you get to DeJounte Murray. I think, I think he Let's put it this way, Rudy. Do you think he will eventually be an NBA All-Star, even if it's not this year, maybe next year? I think so. I mean, if he goes this year, has the type of year that he's going to have, and he comes in next year, does the exact same thing, puts up this, these great numbers and almost averaging a triple-double for the year, it's almost a no-brainer. I mean, you've got to make him an All-Star. It's, it's you know, the disrespect that he would get would be – would be terrible. I mean, not only that, I mean, Chris Paul, yeah, Chris Paul's, you know, has a number one team over there in Phoenix or a number one seed. I get that, why he would be an all-star. But, I mean, if you look at DeJounte compared to some of these other guys, he deserves to be there. I mean, he's literally, he's single-handedly, not not taking away from Jakob, but he's probably the main reason the Spurs still have a chance of making the playoffs and they are where they are right now. Uh, Yeah, I think he will ultimately be an NBA all-star, but I think this year is oof, he's on thin ice, you know, because of the talent that's there in the West. And uh, yeah, but I think if he keeps this up, he'll definitely be an NBA all-star and other news and notes. Speaking of the Austin Spurs, uh, Josh Primo, uh, just, just put it this way, Rudy. I've, I want to get your thoughts on this. So he's, he's out in Austin before he got recalled, right? He's having a yeah. terrible game against the sky force, you know, Saddled with foul trouble, you know, missing shots left and right, you know, uh, goes into the uh, goes after half, goes into the third, ready to go, and picks up more fouls, and then the fourth quarter comes. The guy went off. He scored fourteen of his twenty points in the fourth quarter alone. And by the way, those fourteen points in eight minutes, and he went perfect from the field. Picked up a few steals and blocks. He did all that. In one quarter. My goodness, Rudy. It's come to the point now where I think the Spurs are going to have to really think hard about keeping him in Austin, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you're talking about a player who didn't allow the negativity to get the best of him the entire game. What that shows you is maturity. Something that you don't see in your typical 18, 19, even 20-year-olds is maturity. He knew that he was having a bad game. 
But you know what? He also knew there was one quarter left. I'm going to make a difference. It's going to be now. And that's the type of player that you see when you look at the writing on the wall as being one of those players, those types of players. And that's something that we saw from Primo in that game. I mean, a very, very mm-hmm. tough game coming into the fourth and just, my God, you know, taking it up another notch and not worrying about foul trouble, not worrying about this, just doing what he knows he can do, and that's take over a game and make a difference. So I don't think, you know, I'm one of the guys that says, you know, he needs to be on the varsity squad, but I understand it's a crowded squad on the varsity time right now. But you don't want to leave him on the pine to get four minutes, five minutes here and there. He should be playing, but – I say barring injury, barring any type of trade, you got to let him cook some in Austin just for right now. I mean, yeah. he's still right there, man. He's right, right there. Just let him let him finish. Let him finish there. Yeah, I mean, Popovich is still signaling that, you know, Austin is going to be where he's where Primo's going to be for a while. You know, even after he played well against Phoenix in that loss where they had 13 points in 28 minutes, mm-hmm. he yeah. was asked, Popovich, that is, uh, was asked afterwards, you know, about Primo, and he said, well, that's what the G League's there for, for him to get beat up in a good way, you know, and, and take his lumps and uh, to go against that competition. So Popovich is all but signaling that expect Primo to still play some games in the Austin uniform. And finally, in Spurs news and notes, and for those of y'all who are not from San Antonio, I'll quickly explain. There's this time in San Antonio every calendar year, except for the pandemic, uh, where it basically turns into Mardi Gras and it's called Fiesta Week. And mm-hmm. one of the traditions is fiesta medals, you know, like like the army medals. That's the best way to describe them. Well, the Spurs, yeah. Rudy, unveiled their 2022 fiesta medal, and it features the Spurs City Edition jersey with the Spurs uh, iconic uh, retro colors. You know, the fiesta colors. Rudy, yeah. will you be getting the 2022 fiesta medal? I will be getting one for sure. I mean, it's been a while since I've actually gotten the medal, uh, but I did see that. I did see your tweet about it, so definitely caught my eye. I'll be grabbing not one, not two, not three, not four, you know, the whole LeBron's field. I'll be getting me a whole bunch of them, so that way we all can have some in the family. Um, do you collect Fiesta medals? I mean, just with the Spurs or not, is that something you do every uh, year uh, during Fiesta Week? No, I never I never really collected them. I just I, – I don't know, man. I Honestly, I, I think my grandparents did, and I, I just never – I never just took up the mantle of doing it. I mean, I, if I see them and I like them, I'll get them. But majority of the time, I just kind of walk right past them. I hate to admit that, but I do. It's a big thing in San Antonio. For those – again, for those of you who are not familiar with this, people actually carry sashes around their chest yeah. just to keep adding – medals throughout the entire week and they do trades you could trade them uh it's like a hunt they'll say this exclusive fiesta medal is only at this event and fans will go well mm-hmm. city san antonians will just go and try to get them so it's a big it's a big deal and as rudy mentioned you know you can see it on uh, kens5.com slash spurs and see the fiesta medal by the way rudy i thought they were going to be a lot more expensive they're not they're only 10 bucks a pop which yeah, isn't too fair. too bad yeah yeah, they're they're normally yeah, they're, like, well ten bucks about there, but they they can go for as high as I think what twenty bucks maybe. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, usually double, go, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. they go pretty high. Now, for collecting wise, I when I did was doing this, I collected you know Fiesta beer cups. I mean, that was pretty <laughs> the next common thing compared to medals. Get them stacked high. Get them stacked <laughs> yeah. high. Rudy. 
It was the stacks, man. You had to stack them up. <laughs> hey, Rudy, what's going on over there? Sweep the League. Tell us all about it. Yeah, man, Sweep the League is every Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. over at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, myself, uh, Shamiri, Derek Irvin, Studio 2, everybody there. We're just having a good time talking Spurs. A lot of NFL coming up, so we're talking a lot of NFL football. And real quick, we just uh, launched our TikTok uh, channel, which is Sweep the League Radio. So go on there. We've got one video up there, and I guarantee you it's going to be crazy time. So go follow that as well. And by the way, how's it been on press row for you? You finally uh, broke your way into that area yeah. of the Spurs uh, arena. You've been liking the experience. I I have been liking it. I've, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to enter well, inner channel my Jeff Garcia and do the best I can on press row. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's been fun. It's been different. It's it allows you to watch the game in a different perspective, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm really enjoying. It, hoping that it happens more often. Make sure to follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League. Do it right now. And uh, yes, yeah, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. The list goes on and on. We also thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Spurs just finished playing against the Warriors. So if you want to see the aftermath, whether it's a win or loss, make sure to subscribe to Locked on Warriors. And again, we apologize for the quick episode, but you know, sometimes you know you got to make time you gotta make the time work and unfortunately rudy and i are just cramped on some time he has to actually catch the warriors game by the time we listen to the show which was yesterday so we're speaking for you from the past right now (laughs) (laughs) rudy is on his way to the at&t center that's why we gotta let him go so for rudy campos i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs (laughs) 